you are now about to witness the awesome uh, a crushing uh, might of the Eugene S. Robinson Show Stop Welcome, my friends, to a show that seemingly never sort of ends. This is a version, a two, a zero, a six of the Eugene S. Robinson Showstopper. <laughs> ah, you're in the right place at the right time. We're going to talk about all kinds of depressing, morbid, uh, self-attention today. Apropos of last night's fight and the past week. But before we do, let's let Bob Riley sing us in like he has every week since 2007. It's a stigmata. Intro, all of nothing from Calling of the Just, still available from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California. You're going to hit your car with a hammer. Shoot your death in a nightclub. And run your mayor pro tem out of town. Listen. Listen well. I love it. I love it. I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. So being paid back and full always nothing. All right, my friends. All right, all right. Uh, 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 thank you for bearing with the intro. Doesn't it, isn't it, you know, if I was like any other normal show, I would have uh, June, I would have her like make it a bumper. And it would be automated each show. Like it would happen. And then I would drop in like TMZ or something. Oh, there it is, Mr. GK. Kosanovich. Yeah. You know, it would drop in like a TMZ or a real professional show. So, but real professional. In this case, we could just put quotes around all those. Real, professional, and show. Not, not here. Commercials. First of all. You guys got me again just when I think yeah, you pull me back in. Do you know? Do you know? You ever see those bodegas in Manhattan? Like in the 70s, they have one roll of like uh, paper towel. Like, how are these guys still in business? Well, they weren't selling groceries, right? However, what made those guys not sell groceries are the fact that that roll of toilet paper had to sit there. <laughs> yep, that had to sit there, had to sit there. For months before the guy was finally open to, you know, so I say, I know, I know what I'm going to do. There he is, Finley Beaton. Uh, I know what I'm going to do. I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to do. I'm only going to get 71 rolls of paper towel, or maybe we could call them T-shirts. I'm going to get 71 because when I got 500 of the Oxbow reissue of Let Me Be a Woman, it sold in 72 hours. All gone. So the key is NFT style, limited, limited editions. 71. How could I go wrong? That was the least number that the guy said. The guy who wanted to print the shirts, he goes, you want, go to, go, there's that shirt thing online where you could just do one shirt at a time if that's what you want. No, I think I can handle 71. And for the first three days, all of them went. Except for three. Oh, that's a great idea. 
I'm going to do that. The Bob Riley thing. JB's got a thing. Have, I, I'm Bob Riley, and I approve of this message. I'm going to ask him that. He's asked me to find some old stigmata 12-inch tapes or uh, uh, two-inch tapes, and I haven't been able to find them, but I'm sure he'll do it quid pro quo. I'll dig them out. So I got three of these things left. Three. And I even offered a rebate. And the, I, I paid out on the rebate. I'm going to post a picture on, on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, Mr. Sleep, the number three. But uh, if, you, if you're restricted, if you got a privacy setting on, I won't let you in because I got, I'm still thinking about spies. But So I got three left. Three. Three of this. I, it's got fancy stuff on the back, too, but I'm not turning around. I don't trust you guys. So three. <laughs> I almost want to buy the three myself and set them on fire on the show, which is a call back to, to knuckle up, but I will not do that. No, XL were the first to go. And, of course, the only one that's led is like medium. Ah, ah, three, three of these left. So that's the beginning of commercials. Uh, Pinko, P-I-N-K-O, 95014 at yahoo.com if you want to PayPal. Venmo, I, Venmo and Cash App, I confuse. One is Planet Oxbow. And I think that's I think that's Venmo, and then the other is Eugene Dash Robinson Dash twenty eight. I think that's Cash App, or you could do it the way Tommy Pounds does, sends it the uh, cash in an envelope and uh, and show up. It does. I have to say they just got the accounting for uh, what month are we in March? I just got the accounting for February, and it was uh, fifty dollars lower than usual. So that means some of you lowered your contribution. Whatever. That's all right. I understand what I have to do is to improve the quality of the show. And because I can't, I'm not going to be a sore head here. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, you got to go. You got to go to merchtable.oxbow. I think it's, I think it's somebody look it up. But I think it's oxbow.merchtable.com. Uh, I, I think that's it. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't have any in the house. So the idea that I'm stuck in the, with them in the garage is sort of a fiction. Until merch table says, hey, you know, Eugene, we got a warehouse, but we need space. So how about we send them back to you? And that's when I die because <laughs> I don't I, I don't have the room. But anyway, so uh, look, I was going to do it this show. I was going to be bring the guy, sports agent extraordinaire, Salvatore Russo back, uh, bear camp for kids, guys, for some of you. Going to bring him back on the show because uh, I've got StreamYard. I've got it linked up, so I got StreamYard to uh, 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 to to uh, uh, YouTube Studio, and not only that, not only if I get this down right, we're gonna have a test run this week. If I get this down right, I can actually, to a select few, have call in, and we can do split screens. I can get as many as three of you in, or two of you, I think, me and two two little firms. So this is something that 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 I actually haven't acted. I will try to sometime during March. If the count is still low at the end of March, after all, I add some bells and whistles because I got to pay for the stream. They only give you seven days free. Uh, you know. Hey, nothing's forever. <laughs> so anyway, we're, we're, we're done with the commercials. Um, what, what you've noted before, if you've been paying attention, is that usually I've got my act together enough to have finished the Substack before the show. Did not get a chance to do that today because today is, uh, well, we ha have a birthday cluster. So it, you got my mom, got my grandson, you got the wife. They all have birthdays. They're all Pisces, all birthdays bunched up. So we'll be doing birthday, birthday stuff. In fact, I interrupted a birthday party to show up and do this show. It's happening right out here. Uh, yes, I factor in it. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. I, I, that's a good point. That's a good, never mind. Never mind. If you take, if you, if you take Mr. RG's $50 contribution two fights ago, that brings February up to par. Thank you, individual 11. Uh, I did there you go, another Pisces. I thank you. Uh, that's right. Never mind. Forget I said anything. I'm still doing the bells and whistles because I realize it's a necessary portion. I got lots of people who, I don't want to write up their interview. I don't want to record their interview. It's just better to have it live, as well as having some of you actually appear appear on camera. So that that that's gonna be that's gonna be worthwhile. But um, you 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 all know. Uh, uh, usually, like I said, this is a, a video rejoinder 
to uh to the Substack. Now I've started writing the Substack. I haven't had a chance to finish it. I will finish it tonight after after the kid goes to bed. And so it'll be it'll be out to you if you subscribe and it's free to subscribe. Um it'll be out to you before midnight. But what we're talking about uh what we're talking about in the in the Substack, let me pull it up and I'll just read it to you. And I'm actually going to I'm going to add some bells and whistles to the Substack. I, I I figured out how to not only because not everybody likes to read, I get it, or put another way, sometimes it's special to hear the person who wrote the words read the words. So I, I'm gonna I am now going to at some point this month. So that means I've got three left. I'm going to um, have an audio file le- kicking off the written piece, so that if you don't feel like it. You can listen to it and download it, and I'll have to read it, and it'll probably take about the same time for me to read it as for you to read it yourself. But the headline on the piece is called "Taking Care of a Child Molester," um, and, um, and and and, and let, let me let me let me explain the headline to you so you, you know how this is working. Um, what I want I went through. I said, okay, let's. What do I want to call this piece? I go. Let's. Um, what about taking out a child molester? Well, all I need is some anti-vigilante to complain, and then I got problems. You should know that I use the word punch. There's a picture of me uh, at a Bad Brain show on the floor at CBGB's, and standing behind me is Jimmy Gestapo. I'm sorry, now he goes by Jimmy G because Gestapo doesn't seem to be politically correct. So Jimmy G from uh, Murphy's Law is standing behind me. Uh, always Jimmy Gestapo to me. And he's got out something stylistically that was consistent with life in 1981, big old dookie garbage man gloves. And uh, uh, people are like, why, why? He said, well, you know, uh, one, these guys were skaters or BMXers, you know, um, but then also, you know, for fighting, whatever. You keep your hands in good shape. They had these big gloves. So they ask about, um, you know, why Jimmy G, they're making fun of him for having this thing that like was badass in 1981. And I said, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So you could age skin, you know, why he had them. And I said, you know, well, and I gave the reasons I just gave, or, you know, it, 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 it's got punch written all over it. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I get called out by the authorities at, at Meta Facebook for using the word punch. I violated their community standards violated them violate by use of the word punch fundamentally they said if you do it again you're out okay i guess i got in trouble once before for telling the guy that i was gonna fly to his hometown and stab him in the throat with a butter knife and i wasn't joking i guess that guy complained as well so now they got a record of me <laughs> They got a record of me uh, um, <laughs> having threatened people. So they, they don't look kindly on it. So taking out a child molester, I think, well, that tilts my hand too much, right? Taking out. Because, you know, there's a guy who wrote that piece. If you read it, if you wrote that piece, uh, uh, if you read that piece, Advice, who said, this guy said in his article that he was a a, a pedophile. Yeah. Sexually attracted to children, that's his thing. He goes, but he hasn't acted on it. So what I need from you, he says, is help. I don't need this castigation. I don't need this violence. I don't need, I, you know, um, I, I, I need help. And uh, I realize this is antisocial and I shouldn't be this way. I can't help the way I'm wired. I'm just asking for your, you know, a kind, a kind hand. So I said, uh, well, okay. All right, I got I got to count on those people who who are gonna. Last time I wrote that piece, stomping out rape literally, which I'm sure will be linked to in the in the in the uh, in the Substack. I got I got into in the in the comments. Some guy was like seemed to be pro rape contingent. You know that chick was probably high. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> you have no idea uh, are these people involved. In actual fact, she was straight edge. She was straight. So don't be, you know, but there was a, a pro, not so much pro-rape contingent, but a contingent of people were like anti-vigilante people. So I said, okay, outside of 
getting dinged by Instagram and getting dinged by Facebook and then getting dinged by Twitter, which is the primary means which, by which I distribute you know, this stuff that for the people who don't subscribe, who are too lazy to subscribe, it's through those means. So I don't, what, what, I don't, I got to And I said, ah, here's it. Taking care of a child molester. Generally speaking, the last person to threaten to take care of me was John Legend. <laughs> I don't want to get into the John Legend story because one, the Donna Shalala thing, and then two, it's, it's not germane to the discussion. But <laughs> isn't it funny that the softest guy that you could ever imagine is going to take care of you? <laughs> uh, what are you going to give me a manicure? Hot stone massage? John Legend got to take care of me? fuck out of here with that and, and he told us this i don't want to get into it so i said taking care of a child molester because i want to talk about the cane thing right so um so far in the piece and i, I guess i'm gonna uh, kind of i started out with two quotes and then i'm gonna stop talking about the actual piece because i don't want to jinx it <laughs> oh you never heard the john ledger piece <laughs> okay well if we end early Remind me in the comments and I'll retell a John Legend piece. Um, so uh, um, I lead off with two quotes, one by Slick Rick. And I, I just I'm going to read it to you because it is very you, 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 you will not just let me do it. So there's a headline, a subhead. I'm going to preserve some mystery. There's a photo which you've already seen. It's the same one that, that with the Twitter announcement. And then so the line from Slick Rick is, uh, I think, from the song, we run this. I didn't make the laws, but they make sense to my ass. And then I follow it up with another quote, another hip hop quote. And this one's from 50 Cent. And the, the, the quote is, the DA can play this motherfucking tape in court. I'm going to kill you. I ain't playing. <laughs> I cut it out before then. <laughs> I just go with it. I'll, I'll kill you. I'm going to kill you. All right. And then I launch into the piece. So you at this point now, if there's anybody, raise your hand if you don't know the particulars of this case. If you don't know the particulars of this case, you raise your hand, and I'll go into it in brief, but I'm pretty sure everybody knows the particulars of the case. How the story, oh, my God, Cain Velasquez is involved in the shooting. So we go through a couple of different phases. We start thinking Aaron Rod, uh, who's the guy who killed himself? Not Aaron Rodgers, the football player. Who, uh, uh, um, who killed the kids. Um, uh, well, anyway, you think it's that guy. <laughs> you know what I'm talking Somebody. Somebody's. You don't know the story? All right. Uh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. You think it's that kind of story. The announcement goes out that Cain Velasquez, former heavyweight champion of, of the world, the UFC MMA guy, you get that he shot somebody in traffic, right? Um. Uh, or he shot somebody Yeah, So you first maybe go through gang bang. And then I, you know, I was at jujitsu when this story happened at three 14 in the afternoon as this story is unfolding and P and we got cops who train there. And then we said, well, he does have a nice ride. I've seen his ride, you know, maybe, you know, somebody tried to carjack him. And I said, well, you know, okay, listen, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm got rid of the Subaru and I'm driving a leased vehicle. It's a little bit nicer than the Subaru, but I can feel it. I, I can feel it. You know, I can feel that the, there's notice that people are laughing at me. They're like, ah, you think people want a car, Jackie, just because you got a, a, it's a Kia. There's no big deal. And I said, I'm not talking about Mountain View. I'm talking about East Palo Alto. I'm feeling the air change around the vehicle. So now I let it get dirty. I'm not washing it. It's a lease. What do I care? I can write it off on my taxes. This is what smart guys do. So um, I'm paying the same that I was paying for the Subaru, but I get to write off my taxes because technically it's for my business. Ba-bing. So I figure he's got a nice ride. Some guy, turns out, no. Turns out, no. He, 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 uh, they described as a close relative of Cain Velasquez's was, was uh, sexually molested at the in-home daycare where the kid was going. Alternatively, now it comes out, maybe it was his son, his daughter, unknown. It's a young child under the age of five because that's all who goes to daycare. After the age of five, you go to school. Um, the mother had the thing. Her 43-year-old son was there. Apparently, there were over 100 instances of this happening. Guy goes to court. 
And somehow over the advice of the district attorney, the judge says, you're free to go, sir. Just go home. Also probably the scene of the crime. Go home and we'll have somebody show up to, to affix a uh, 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 your house arrest monitor on you. He's driving away from the courthouse. High-speed chase ensues. Kane smashing his car, uh, cuts the guy off, uh, discharges his, his, his firearm into the car, hitting the driver who happened to be the guy's stepfather, and then he flees and is subsequently arrested. So if you didn't know that story and you suddenly see the, these free cane T-shirts, I'm sure, quite sure, more have sold than those than these. Three left. Three left. Surely you got to know somebody who's who's medium. Give it, give it to your mom. You look, kid, sister, your brother. I have somebody medium. Give it to somebody. Clear out that store. So uh, Kane is not talking. DC had some terrible thing happen this weekend. His father died as well. Um, so he he's not. Uh, Javier is of course at the at the fights. He's not talking. So it's been left to discuss in, in the marketplace. Joe, Ho Jogain uh, and uh, Kobe Crappington were talking about it. They said they would do the same thing. Uh, it completely understand it. Uh, Honda Housey opened her uh, fat trap and said that uh, she would do the same thing. Apparently, she's uh, has been... Uh, 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 <laughs> she doesn't believe that other shootings have happened, but she believes in this one, which people quickly pointed out on the Twitter machine. Um, so what I, what I've been thinking about, and this is stuff that I'm not going to mention in the Substack because people from my job, I, I, I guarantee you people from my job read the Substack, but it's only the most obsessive people from my job that have waited 22 minutes into, into show stomper. So I could talk about it on show stomper, but there was an article that was written. It was either GQ or Esquire, either GQ or Esquire. And, and the, the guy who wrote it was a former cop, and he. the article was fundamentally how to get away with murder. I was like, I'm shocked that this is there, and I'm thankful. <laughs> so there were little tidbits. There were little tidbits, and little tidbits that I've maintained that you should also remember that I will share with you now. It said if you use a knife, many people are caught because they do the perfectly natural thing is they use a knife to murder somebody and they take the knife with them, <laughs> right? And as you take the knife with you, you leave a little dribby drops of DNA material that will end up on your shoes in the direction that you went to when you left in the inside of your truck. Uh, you know, I'm going to take it over here and throw it in the lake. I, this shit doesn't work. Cop said, the cop said, you use a knife to kill somebody, like in Godfather Part One, you leave it there. Where the I don't know where that knife comes from. Yeah, the OJ problem was that he tried to move the knife. You leave the knife there in the body. The dead person doesn't need it, and you don't need it anymore. However, he did say the most effective way. <laughs> no, no, I don't think they. Nobody's listened this. Only the obsessives listened this far into the show. I'm probably sure people at my job are not that obsessed with me yet. They'll read the Substack, which is easy, but I'm not, I'm not getting to don't want to talk about murder. You know, it's it's not gonna get you a promotion, right? So one of the other things he said was, "What's the best way to murder somebody?" If that's something you feel like you got to do, and he said one word, one word only: ligature. Now I don't know, you guys, maybe word power ligature is a rope, something of that sort, something that you tie. So uh, a belt, a tie, a rope, a length of rope, a shoelace, a garot, you know. Um, and of course, same applies. You use it and you leave it. <laughs> Do not take it with you. So um, this cop is talking, but then I start to think uh, somebody, uh, Selena Savage. I'm sorry, this is digression on digression, but this is the nature of this show. So Selena Savage is some half-assed porn star. She gets raped. Selena said, look, if you paid attention to the show long enough, 
you know about the stripper that I talked about who got picked up by a serial killer. Sorry. Sorry. I, I'm sitting in the window here. Let me uh, uh, yeah, uh, let's just, just do that. My paranoia is too deep. So, so um, as, as the people lurking in the bushes, I, I, they were, honest to God, there are people lur lur lurking in the bushes. Actual people lurking in the bushes, not the lawyer. So, okay, so ligature, you take, you drop. So there's Selena Savage, um, like like the stripper friend of mine who gets assaulted by a guy who's self-admitted serial killer. She gets out of it, calls the cops. The cops say, where do you work? She identifies a strip club. They put away their notepads. And she goes, what, strippers are not worthy of, of protection? And the cop says, get a better line of work. What can I do? No sympathy at all, right? So Selena Savage gets raped, reports it. Nothing happens. So you're a porn star. What difference does it make? Okay. So the guy who raped Selena Savage, and I'm pretty sure that's her name, the guy that raped Selena Savage, um, she decides to uh, get, send him a, a friend request on Facebook or something. And he uh, a, um, acknowledges this. And they start chatting back and forth. And he says, uh, uh, she, they make a date to meet. Um, and of course they have gotten his email train where he's writing to his friends about how excited he is about the date and that he's now sober. He's sober for a year. So he won't be as bad. So now he has a pro he identifies self identifies as having a problem with alcohol. She waited a year of before the clearly the police weren't going to do anything they meet at 12 14 in the morning clearly this guy probably had a serious problem with alcohol because 12 14 in the morning didn't strike him as strange she probably said i'm getting off of work now a lot of porn stars that you know they're doing these things that uh, like through body my bob my friend robert who used to run body miracle where they do side work Oh, I'm stripping at this club. And then they do autograph signing sessions in the room, which is autograph plus, right? So conceivably her story could have been a hundred percent true. Guy said he was drinking. Oh, I need to work up some nerve. Oh, she's a porn star. Whatever. So they meet at 1214. They get to a campsite at 1240 and he's putting the tent together, thinking about all the sex he's about to have. And she walks up behind him and shoots him in the head twice. She leaves, goes back to her life, and uh, is arrested 48 hours later. <laughs> you do realize, apropos of this guy's article, which was written about 18 years ago, I think is when I read it, that this is one of the more difficult crimes to get away with now, unless you kill a total stranger opportunistically. <laughs> Driving that, and even then, how did they get Selena Savage? Well, once they get the phone records, they could triangulate everything. Even outside of that, even if I say, I'm going to murder somebody today, I'm going to leave the phone at home. I've got computers in the car. I can't throw that, that this new lease vehicle. I can't open that hood and work on that thing anymore. Those days are gone. Now they're talking in Germany about right to repair. It's like, how are you going to make a vehicle that I can't compare? They don't want you in there like they don't want you in the Apple phone. They don't want you tinkering around with stuff and then coming back later complaining about how shitty it is online when you fucked it up. Right? So I got computers in the car. How do I know? Because even if I leave the phone at home, the GPS comes on automatically. So I can't take the car. I can't take the car. Can't get Uber. Okay, how am I going to get to the murder site? I can't talk about the murder site before because they can subpoena all the records, right? You see where I'm going with this. So I got to walk to uh, uh, to the murder site. If I'm walking to the murder site, there are there, there are cams, traffic cams, and every single business has cams as well as ring doorknobs. Somebody could say. Well, this guy was killed. We suspect Eugene as a killer. Can we see the cameras from the likeliest path? I mean, it's not like if I'm walking, 
you know, it's me, right? I hate doing warm-ups. If I'm walking, I'm not going to be taking some serpentine fashion. I'm probably going to walk from A to B. So the phone's at home, the vehicle's at home. I'm walking serpentine fashion, getting picked up by cams. Outside of the cams, you, I still have to deal with witnesses who might see me. Witnesses who might see me. It's hard to get away with murder. It is hard. I There was one cat who... <laughs> hmm. Let's skip that story. Let's just stick to the plot. <laughs> uh, all right. So what I'm saying is, is that Kane. Back up a little bit. If you ever hear that I have committed any such like crime, you need to know it was premeditated. <laughs> because the only way you get caught for that is if it's not premeditated. Or like Selena Savage, you just planned poorly and didn't factor in all the factors. 48 hours. You know, one of the guys we trained with is a cop, and he was saying, he was telling me about, about somebody that they got, and it was like, it, it, it was even more remote than that. All this technology that it can be a friend or an enemy to be feared. You know what they're going to start doing now? Self-driving cars, all these cars with with uh, uh, cams. Every single car, every single car of everybody outside of the Chevy, they all have cameras in them. They're gonna link all those cameras up, <laughs> so you can see everything. You know that guy who got busted cheating on his wife with his sister-in-law. You know how she caught him? Fast Pass and Google View, Street View. So it Kane has to receive this information that the guy's been let loose. And through the anger and rage of over a hundred times, gotta process this and send a message of some sort that was just an expression of grief and rage. Damn right, GK's got it right. And he acts out. Now, I, I, I became close friends with Kane's mother, which for many of you would be eerie and unpleasant thing for me to say about your mom. But she was a great lady, Isabel. Isabel Velasquez. When I did the article that I'll link to in the substack on Kane, this was maybe seven years ago, eight years. She's now passed on. And she would just call me after that just to talk. It felt like I was talking to my mom, you know. And you know, about Kane, about what he was like in high school, about how the press was treating him, what he should do with his career, and so on. And so uh, I'm not family, clearly. Last time I was at AKA, you know, Kane saw me and was like, yeah, whatever, bro. Okay, hey, bro, hey, it's fine. So I, I, I have some skin in this game. Moreover, I'm the father of four daughters. Who, who grew up in New York in the 70s. My paranoia is extreme. A, a guy who I've known for 20 years would say, I want to send you a Christmas card. Give me your address. I go, great. P.O. Box 19271, Stanford, California, 94309. He was like, bro, I've known you since 1986. You're not going to give me your home address? I was like, nope. <laughs> okay. I don't know you well enough. <laughs> no, no, it's more and more that I don't trust my postman. It has nothing to do with it. He was like, right. I go, no, no, really? He goes, yeah. Okay. So so what do you do? So there, there's got to, there's some midway between free cane. Now, I, I think that um, there's a guy, there's a guy named Peter Sotos who's written, who's got a book called Total Abuse. He used to do a magazine called Pure. If you remember me talking about it, he, he, his subject matter is exclusively the fictional depiction of child rape and child murder. It's hard stuff to read, and you got to question a guy writing that much of it. I would never have him babysit the kids, but as an artist, he was like, this is what I want to write about, and they're just words. He doesn't even use profanity, really, but it's the harshest, some of the harshest stuff I've ever read. 
And he, to explain it to a certain degree, he said, America has a very dishonest relationship about its children. Right? We finally, with the Me Too movement, gotten around to, okay, believe the women. But a kid says, if I go into court and say, that guy robbed 100 banks, they're not letting that guy wander on home so I can show up later and put a, a monitor on him. They're not letting that happen. If probably if I say I raped a hundred people, they're not gonna let me just go home and and rape is one of the least prosecuted crimes ever. Now I've had cops talk to me from both sides and say, "Look, yeah, I know those are bad numbers. Those are horrible." No- a cop I know in Wisconsin was like, "Those are bad numbers," but people change their minds. They don't want to, they okay, well, you know, this happened, that happened. Okay. Maybe I don't want, I don't actually want to talk about it anymore. People have different approaches to how they feel about their personal agency going forward after a horrible event like this. But a kid says something happened to me a hundred times. And the judge sits up there and goes, well, you know, you know, could you show me on the doll? Clearly, the kids are not being believed. So the guy gets let loose, and Kane loses his mind, shoots the guy, shoots at the guy. Now, I'm going to argue, I'm not a lawyer, but I would argue for diminished capacity and try to get, they're talking about 20 years to life. There's no way if I'm Kane Velasquez, I'm squaring myself with 20 years to life. No way. No way. Do not sit or don't let but the amount of money he's going to have to pay to defend. And that's even if he doesn't get sued civilly. Because the stepdad say, hey, I was just an Uber driver. I was just driving the kid. I, don't, I never liked the kid anyway. Kid, 43. And of course, because I'm reading the Cain Velasquez story, the algorithm starts feeding me stories about child killing. About the Pennsylvania mom who tells her family that her three-year-old daughter is paranoid schizophrenic and he, she had to put her in a mental institution. In actual fact, she had murdered the kid and then and, and burned the kid's body and put it out by a baseball field. And of course, she was caught immediately. Uh, not immediately. They found they found the body and they used like some software program to reconstruct from the burn, just a skull structure, what it looked like. Her estranged father saw it and her sister saw it dropped a dime on her and of course they look at traffic cams from like two years earlier and there's the 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 boyfriend that she met at rehab you know his car driving to the site they don't know who drives now they're both in jail but their three-year-old her three-year-old daughter is dead america has a very dishonest attitude about about you know about it's because in this whole piece they all these pictures of this very attractive 20 something, you know, white broad. And they're like, oh, she, she murdered her daughter. So Kane, here's, here's this news that the guy, the guy is released and he justifiably in my mind flips. I'm not out. Look, look, first of all, I used to live next door to a, a home daycare. There are certain things like, you know what you don't do? Oh, the toast is stuck. Pass me that butter knife. Second appearance of the word butter knife in this show. Well, I dig out the toast. Hey, shouldn't I unplug the toaster first? Fuck that. <laughs> Home daycare, same fucking thing. The people a few blocks from where I'm sitting right now, they ran a home daycare. And before I had my oldest kid. Uh, yeah, before I had my oldest kid and I'd hear the kids over there and I'd hear, I'd hear when the parents would show up, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. We're going to have a little show later. And then I would hear where the parents would leave. And it was like until three o'clock, nothing but screaming at the kids. You stop that. You get off that. You stop that. The kids are just, you know, if if they're acting out, they're bored. And if they're bored, it's like, okay, we're going to watch videos now. Videos. I can tell kids who grow up in houses with lots of TV from kids who don't. 
kids who watch too much TV are spun. I don't like being around them. I can tell when my grandson's been watching too much TV. Comes over and he's got to, it takes him about half an hour to get into the rhythm of this hole where there's no TV. Can't get rid of TV because you can't escape TV. Get rid of TV, it's on the laptop. Get rid of the laptop, it's on the phone. Now they got it on the fucking watches, right? You can't, you can't. You have to, as a parent, make a decision. But that's another topic. So this screaming thing is never take your kid, never, ever, because you can't control who goes in and out of that house. I, at the, I, I, I have, there's no, I can't, there's no, nothing, there's no, I haven't written a substack, so I don't know, it's like writing a novel, I don't know how the substack is going to end up. Yeah, I got, I, I got, I got to, I got to put the, the kid to bed and I'll, I'll think about it. I mean, I'm not saying I advocate murder as a solution. But certainly you have to get somebody into a position like that guy who wrote the piece for Vice where he knows that he's just not going to be sent home and have to wait around the same home where he was molesting kids and wait around for somebody to show up to maybe do it. No, I don't have to. I haven't had TV. I got rid of TV when Grace was born. I said I had. I used to have four and cable. And then I said, you know, I don't want my kid to be able to, to be able to to watch TV before they can read. And chemical castration doesn't work. And my ex-wife was like, well, you can't get rid of my TV. And I go, ah, okay. And I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without cable, who wants to watch TV? Nobody. So what do I do? I get rid of cable. And it was hard. I thought, I'm not going to watch a lot of TV. But I used to like to watch Comedy Channel. You know, I would. But yeah, I got rid of it. And I could tell my kids would go over to other kids' houses and say, what do you want to do? And the kids would plop down in front of the TV. And my kids were like, let's do something. That's that's not nothing. You stare at toasters? You stare at microwaves? Come on, let's do something. I, I You know, I wish my kids read more, but they're not in the habit of just popping in front of the TV. Anyway, I, I, I digress. So, I mean, do I advocate? The, what is the solution? That, that, that can hire somebody, takes a trip, hire somebody. And if you hire somebody or gets a friend to, to, to help out, even though we got that strangers on the train thing, that Alfred Hitchcock thing, if he talks to one other person about it, you got a weak link. Presumably, as the story goes, Stalin started his killing. And of course, it's not. I This is my version that I like. He had a guy put in a security system because he was super paranoid. And the guy goes, this is the most perfect security system at all. Nobody, you, nobody will break it. Nobody can, nobody, will, he goes, well, can you fix it? The guy goes, yeah, well, I can fix it. Cause you know, I put it in, I understand it. Stalin had him killed. People started asking questions and he had to have them killed. And so the way it looks, it had like this daisy chain effect. You can't, some woman once asked me to murder her husband for her. We were having an affair. And I'm ashamed to say I thought about it. But then I realized this is this is no way to get into a relationship because at that point now the hammer that she carries is much heavier than the hammer I carry. So how do you how do you how do you? It's got to be somebody that is so close to you that your fortune and your future is their fortune and their future. And then that's somebody you have to speak to face to face. You don't call, you don't email, you don't. And of course, if you associate with the person and they've been over to your house and they have a phone when they come over to your house, they can triangulate and figure out that the person's be there. So it's got to be a person that you routinely meet in a neutral location. <laughs> um, uh, that you that you trust. I mean, I can't even think of who this person is. But there are such like people out there. And now at this point now, because Goulart, who is the the uh, alleged uh, molester, his photo has been put out there. People are like, ah, okay, well, you know, now the guy's like concerned about his security. Hey, I got an idea. How about putting him back in jail? Put him back in jail. 
or 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 is molestation a misdemeanor? Over a hundred times sexual molestation of minors is a misdemeanor. I'm not so strong on the law. Dishonest relationship to the nature of its relationship with its children. So I haven't figured out where I'm going to go with the substack, but I want to bring it up there because it's put me in a funk this week. And if you think, if you think I haven't had similar problems, you're 100% wrong. The nature of being a kind of father like me, and I imagine a kind of father like Cain, is that your kids won't tell you stuff because they expect that you're going to do stuff like that. But over the course of time, the fullness of time, stuff comes out in dribbles and drabs. I'm cut from a different cloth. Like my friend said, under Secretary of Defense, uh, 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 under, in the George W. Bush administration, Eugene, you're like a dog. Somebody's nice to you, you're theirs forever. And I said, and the corollary? Somebody screws you over, I got to wait 30 years. I got to wait 40 years. If the opportunity arises and I fight like the song, like another, <laughs> if I catch you slipping, I take that as a sign from God. I mean, can you look at the whole Aussie flame out as anything other than that? Clouds parted. And suddenly I'm on an interview with Ben Smith from the New York Times and I got this rock in my hand like Zeus. And I'm looking, I'm reading the text from the lawyer saying, they're not going to give you a severance because they think you're a liar. And I say, God is working through me. And I say, and you can quote me on that. So efficacy is always my thing. And I think the piece will probably argue in the name of efficacy. I've often said I don't support the death penalty because I don't support the state involvement in the death penalty. But I would like the, the, the aggrieved parties to have the option to enact that kind of Old Testament revenge. And everybody's not into it. So whatever I do, it's not going to bring this three-year-old girl back or whoever back. It's not going to unfuck the situation. But if the family wants it, clear. Well, that's not the problem. How do we judge who's guilty, who's not? You know what? How about this? I'm going to believe the kids. In fact, I find kids to be the most truthful. Uh, I find the kids to be the most truthful uh, uh, reporters of reality ever. A friend of mine, actually an ex of mine, came over to the house to visit. And Ruby, when she was a kid, looked at her and said, why are you so fat? She didn't mean it. other parents who got, oh, Ruby, you can't, you can't say, you can't say, you, you know. You. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. It's a good question. She wasn't thin. You know, fat has a pejorative mention. You know, you can expect a four-year-old, a five-year-old to say, why are you so overweight? What, what does overweight mean? Why are you so round? Why uh, Why does your stomach stick so far out? What it? She just said, we have a word for it. It's called fat. It's English. The word is fat. I didn't shut Ruby up at all. And I so I look at my friend. And she goes, yeah, I'm working on losing weight. Because I, I think I would feel better if I lost a little bit of weight. Perfect way. And Ruby goes, oh, okay. And we talked about something else. Kids are the most truthful. Well, you think the kid was molested over 100 times, but it was really 50 times? What is that fucking judge thinking? Come on. So Gouillard said, hey, 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 I was just helping the kids go to the potty. You know what? You weren't even supposed to fucking be there. I'm not taking, I, I, I'm sorry if I know men who like to work with children and they're like, I really love, you know, my kids had male teachers and there was one male teacher who I knew was not right. I could tell he was not right. Vice magazine, not right. I looked him in the eye. I couldn't tell what this thing was little boys or little girls couldn't look, you know, I looked in the eye at one point during a parent teacher meeting, just steady and long. 
trespass against me. And the thing is, because I can't, if I got to wait 20 years to get you on this, you're going to be gotten. Now, if by some chance you get hit by a bus or something terrible happens to you before that point, oh, well, I lose out. But you're going to get gotten. Sicilian style. So already going into this fight this past weekend, I'm embittered. And I'm just going to start with the top, the top fight, the top, top fight of the night. Nothing, everybody lost. George Masvidal, friend of Knuckle Up, who was talking this Sean Strickland game. They're going to have to have an ambulance. I'm going to murder him. I hope that da 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 da. You know, um, yeah. Uh, I'm sidetracked. Sorry, people on SoundCloud. Uh, 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 Mr. Zach has a comment about a teacher. Look, there's a teacher in my high school uh, 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 who married a student. And he died. And everybody's living, oh, Mr. Mechanic, Mr. Mechanic. That was his name, Mr. Mechanic. And I had Mr. Mechanic. And I liked him well enough. But he was fucking her when she was under 18. And I had to say, yeah, I like Mr. Mechanic too. But all of these tributes to him being a great guy, today we would call him a pedophile. And that shut that shit down right away. And I dared anybody to give me a hard time for that. So, uh, so, so Masvidal talks his tough game. There was nothing that happened in the fight that anybody who followed the fight game didn't already see happening. It felt like to me the last five minutes of Chinatown. You knew what he was going to do. You knew, what, and your, your explanation is, I just couldn't get my wrestling off the ground. You knew what he was going to do. You trained with the guy. You watched him. You watched tape. Maybe less smoking weed and more paying attention. You knew what he was going to do. And listen, this was not a Tito Ortiz wrestle mugging. This was not a Tito Ortiz wrestle mugging. This was artful. Now, I don't like Crappington any more than anybody else, but we're talking to two MAGA guys, so it doesn't make a difference now. I could talk about this even-handedly. You got nothing, 50, 45, and you're doing a, a, a Connor McNuggets and John after him after, he's like, yeah, let him go. Let him go. And I'll do that. I can do this, but I could, like Tito said about Ken Shaw, I'll fight you every day if you want. And so, and keep in mind, politics aside, Crappington had a point that has stuck with me and haunted me. And he goes, I've always been a good athlete. I've always been a winner. Have you looked at my record? And I was about to get cut from the UFC until I started doing the monkey show. Did the monkey show, and here I am. He goes in and says, I didn't take pay-per-view points on this because I would have done this fight for free. Oh, where did I hear that before? Don Cerrone. Hmm. I don't even know what money is. Hey, get signed that guy up. Everything that was bad happened this weekend. Culminating with that fight. So the guy who doesn't care about getting paid anything, that guy, that guy wins. It's like being a professional geek. The guys who used to bite the head off of chickens at carnival shows or eat poop. Great, great. That is fantastic. That is a guy whose fortunes are now advanced. And somebody at Jiu-Jitsu says to me, you know, the fact that he doesn't care about money, that'll work in his favor. Of course. If you could go to a prostitute, who would forget that a, a buddy of mine had a girlfriend who was a prostitute? She goes and does a bachelor party gangbang, has sex with eight guys, leaves, he come, comes home, and he goes, great, give me the money. Give me the money. She goes, oh, I knew I forgot something. You just did a, ga- a bachelor party gangbang with eight guys and you forgot the money? He said, yeah, pimping ain't easy. He gets on the phone and he calls a guy. He goes, hey, uh, I'll be by in about 10 minutes to pick up the money. 
He goes, yeah, yeah, you guys, I guess you forgot to pay her. She's like, well, you know, uh, she's she's gone now. You know, I don't know that I'm, I'm going to pay. And my friend who was uh, also had been a former member of the mafia said, you know what I know? I know you. I'll see you in five minutes. So he gets his clothes on and goes over to the guy's house and gets the money and brings it back. This is this is how a, a hooker that forgets the money is a great you keep going to her all the time. So yeah, yeah, Crappington has got himself got you know whatever George signed that's fine. Crappington has got himself a gig. He was worried about not having one. Like they said, you know, all this thing he's doing on the boats and all that's all fake money. He just it's, it's part of his shtick. He needs that money. And the way he got it was just saying, I don't need the money. I don't care. Pay me whatever you want to pay me. Because I'm not getting another job. And, uh, and he's going deep on the shtick. It's, you know, it's it's distasteful. It's so distasteful that I like it now. <laughs> you know, it, it, I mean, the thing is, you know, with, with uh, accused anal rapist Connor, Connor McNuggets, he, 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 there are actually injured parties here. With Crappington, I have to assume it's a certain level of theater. Until he's been arrested, I have to assume it's a certain level of theater. And it's deep in the paint. Stan Dustin Poirier that you fucked his wife and that kid is yours? That's like, that's what the kind of shit that got me to be a fighter to begin with. So I could just say any old thing. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You don't like my words? And? <laughs> but it, it left a bad taste in my mouth. And so Masvidal, so in the other fights we want to see Masvidal, he's been threatening to break Diaz's face again. And there are other things that they could, they could reactivate the BMF belt and their thing, but nothing good happened from this weekend. A- outside of, yes, Greg Hardy getting his ass kicked. But it was clear they were done with Greg Hardy. They were giving him real fighters. The funny thing is, Greg Hardy didn't seem to realize that he was given, being given non-real fighters. You know, I I don't know what was in Greg Hardy's head, but whatever. He had his head beaten in. There were a couple of... Uh, uh, McKinney was great. That cat, uh, Jaron Allen, was great. Uh, um... Uh, who who knocked out uh you know knocked the guy out ah god I can't Jalen Turner who sorry was great McKinney was great Bryce Mitchell uh, if you listen to Care Don't Care tomorrow I had a breakdown on Care Don't Care because I got angry with Bryce Mitchell and I picked against him um yeah comes out yeah um I I, I picked against Bryce not because I didn't think he would win. But just because I want to punish him, John Nash said uh, wisely, I don't pick these guys because they're smart. I pick them because I think they're going to win because they're good fighters. That's why I picked them. That's why I'm picking them. And I love Bryce. I love his grappling. And I and like Steph said, I think he is a champion of the future. Um, And I just have to, I can't, do not send me any more Bryce Mitchell videos where he's talking about crazy shit. I don't want to know. I like the guy. And I think fundamentally he's a good guy. But listen, you, you got to understand, I come from the generation where macho guys were like Democrats before it became a, like a party of, of the fucking elite, right? I, I, ah, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, that, that's what I'm remembering. You know, um, the Russian bots are back, right? Uh let me get this guy. I'm going to report this guy. Uh, um, so, yeah, there we go. Com- violate my community guidelines. Um, so, I, 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 uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, man, I got to, I, I think I just have to, I, I don't know. It's not me being sensitive, but I just remember, you know, unions and the Teamsters and, you know, construction workers and Kennedy all the way. And we're going to, you know, before it became this Harvard crew. So when I see these cats espousing Republican party lines at a party that I don't think doesn't give a shit about them. And my Republican friends go, you think the Democrats give a shit about them? The Democratic Party I remember does. Hell's Angels are pulled in. You hear them? 
Now they got a big house over here. No fucking around on that block. <laughs> um, you know, I remember that. I remember it. I remember it clearly. That's the Democratic Party I'm thinking. When I went to the back to, to to meet the meet the school when I was thinking about University of Michigan as my second choice, and they kept escorting me to the couch with the fat guy and the Indian guy and the Jewish guy, where I was like pretty clear that hey, they don't want this Negro in their college until they found out what high school I went to. And I was like, eh, I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm still I'm still dyed in the wool. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. The Democratic Party is not leftist. <laughs> not at this point. And the Republicans, neither, right, you're correct. Neither one of these, neither one of these, uh, yeah, exactly. Antifa. And neither one of these are, care about the, the, the working, working people. Yeah. So I gotta, Bryce Mitchell was great to see, great to pay attention to. And I, uh, I picked against him, but I was upset because this has been a very upsetting week. I watched every single fight because I only cared about three. Yesterday, I watched every single fight just to justify it and not caring about them all. And uh, I was disappointed in a few things. I was not disappointed in Khabib not putting Russia on blast. Dude's got to go home. Got a heavy footprint there, man. It's, it's, you know, you should just be happy that he come out and say some pro-Russian shit. Silence in this... uh, uh, silence in this in this in this case uh, is the best you're going to get, and it's advisable, and it's all you should get. G G B. I'm not putting your comment in there. I don't want to turn it to some fucking mob thing. I'm not going down that road. Fuck it. Um. So uh, yeah, a movie review for Nightmare Alley, which I just happened to see. I'll give it to you in two sentences. I'll give it to you in one sentence. Bradley Cooper colon terribly terribly miscast period loved the movie it was and i like bradley cooper but that was the wrong role for that guy that was the wrong role for that guy they were gonna have uh dicaprio or uh brad i can't remember they're gonna get somebody else to do it and anybody else would have been him been better than george clooney would have been better Anyway, uh, yeah, Greg Hardy's out. I think he's done. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure, but I got the Antifa thing. The Berkeley crew is a little bit different. And at this case, I'm just happy to see people out there. You know, I guess my buddy uh, Steve, the old guitar player from uh, Whipping Boy, lives up there and has said similar things, but he's a both sides thing. It's like there's a lot of assholes in the street, and I don't want to get into the weeds of it. So we've run out of time. To, to go through the, what was the story I was going to tell if I had time at the end? Let's start out next week's show with it. What the fucking, what was the story? Oh, the John Legend story. I will tell you that story. Uh, uh, if you remind me next week, I will lead off and tell you the John Legend, where John Legend was going to take take care of me. After I get the kid a bath and she goes to sleep, I will finish the subsect. If you subscribe, you'll get it before midnight. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah, you'll get it before midnight. So, uh, 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 um, uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't, uh, don't worry. Just remind me next week. So, Monday afternoon, care don't care. Uh, me, John, Steph goes live around noon. Listen to it. Tuesday, Kid Nate is uh, is on. If the shoes fit, also with the special secret thing. The shh thing which i could tell you i could tip your hand on this is uh, uh alexi and i also appear on a special edition of um uh if the sh- uh, la, la, let it roll podcast discussing uh the uh uh evolution of metal uh, um so <laughs> she was she, she was she was sober as a gopher on this show um and then later on in the week what i did for Wong Duty for Black History Month. I don't know how many of you knew this, but March is International Women's Month. And so I, like I did, I had four pieces. Um, I have, I've got some interesting women who I've interviewed who are doing the live five thing. Um, uh, I've got, uh, they're supposed to get me the pieces on Friday. They did not, but I have a couple, whatever. When I do it, when I get them ready, they'll come. I, if you follow me on at Eugene S. Robinson on the Twitter machine, 
I'll tweet it out to you. You'll get it. You'll live it. You'll love it. You'll like it. it, it, it it'll be worthwhile. Anyway, this is version two, zero, six. As usual, your mission is, should you choose to accept it between now and next Sunday, do not die. The fight next weekend has got 14 fights on the card. I cared about two and did not include the main event as one of the ones I cared about. Just to tip my hand, I don't give a shit whether Santos, I think he's roasted and done. And that was one good point that Johnny Boney Joni made. He's like, yeah, you thought these guys got pretty close. What have they done since they almost beat me? Um, which has got a good point. Both him and Dominic Dos Santos and Dominic Reyes, not too many different places that make any sense. So, anyways, just end this show. Try not to die between now and next Sunday. I will do the same. We'll see you then. Until then, look what you made me do. Ah! <laughs>